Hey, it's Benji Cole, son of Al Cole from CBS Radio and host of People of Distinction. The talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and successful people on the planet. Run to our website, peopleofdistinction.org, for more info. Or you can always email me directly at benji at alcoholenterprises.com. And on the line with us today, we have Heather Millard. And we're going to be discussing her amazing book, Moonlight Monsters. That's available for purchase through Amazon as well as barnesandnoble.com. And people, I will say that Heather was brought to our network, People of Distinction, by some of the best publishers in the business, okay? Book Launch International. So if you or anyone you know have a book that they'd like moved, give yourself the best gift you could possibly give. Contact Book Launch and have their wonderful team move it for you. You can find out more information on them through booklaunchintl.com. And listen, it is an absolute pleasure to have Heather here on the line. So let's bring her here with us, okay? Heather, first and foremost, welcome to People of Distinction, and thank you very much for being a guest. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, listen, it truly is a pleasure, okay? We're really looking forward to this, and not only what we're going to learn through our discussion today, but also the words of wisdom we're going to be able to pick up once we read your book, okay? Now, Heather, I want to jump right in, okay, because I'm really excited to partake in this discussion. Before we go into the book, let's start off with your writing background. When did you first realize you wanted to be a writer? I think I was about 17 years old. Oh, wow. So this has definitely been something uh, a long time in the making. (laughs) When I hear you say that you started at 17, uh, this has always been a part of you, yeah? Absolutely, and considering I'm 95 now and have written many, many children's stories, um, I... uh, (laughs) I guess I've just been a writer all my life. That's uh, the certain. <laughs> there you have it. You know, when it comes to writing, sticking with inspiration, Heather, what inspired you to start writing? Well, I don't know, but I, I think um, I was scared of shadows on the wall of my bedroom, and there was a tree outside my window. And uh, when the wind blew it, it uh, made the shadows move into different shapes. And I, I was scared. And um, so that, I think, is, is how I got the idea uh, for my children's story. Mm. And have you always wanted to be a writer? Oh, yes. I absolutely love uh, creating stories. <laughs> I I love I I love uh, uh, I think it's not even so good because with friends I know what I would like them to say I could write a script if it was a romance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, next question that I'd love to get into here, Heather. Where do you get the information or ideas for your books? Now I, I know you talked about the inspiration behind this particular narrative. But when it comes to writing in general, because as you said, you've been writing since you were 17, where does the where do the ideas come from? Well, it's interesting how uh, things can happen in the day. Um, and I think 
Well, for example, I'm an immigrant from England, and I've always thought that uh, America's revolution uh, was fascinating, and so I'm writing a novel, actually, that includes that. And um, I think people's freedom and uh, their ability to enjoy their lives without being afraid I, I think um, that's always been a part of what makes me want to write stories. Heather, listen, without further ado, let's jump right in, because I'm really curious to learn a little bit more about your book here, Moonlight Monsters. Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, there's an office of shadows, and the book opens with four characters, uh, Jangles, who has a lot of medals, and his friend, Mozzarella, and a lady called Daisy, who has a feather in her hat, and Ritzy, who's round and podgy and comes late because she can't find her left shoe. And she uh, has uh, just, well, she needs the job very badly. And uh, Jangles is, of course, cross with her that she's coming late, but Daisy sticks up for her. And then Jangles says, we're going to fly up to Alexander's room. Alexander is the hero. And Daisy and, and um, <laughs> Ritzy says, when I applied for this job, nobody told me that I'd have to fly. And Jangles says, now... Listen to me, when I count to seven, you're going to fly. So she has no choice, and she has to fly up to the room, the bedroom of Alexander, and the four shadows are on the wall of Alexander's room, and he thinks of them as monsters, not shadows at all. And Ritzy sees that he's frightened, and one of the things she says is, very politely, oh, this is Jangles, this is Daisy, and this is Mozzarella, and I'm Ritzy. And Jangles starts waving a notebook at her and says, you're breaking the rules. We're not meant to talk to the children. And Ritzy says, oh, well, he's so scared, and he's a hump going down the bottom of, to the bottom of the bed. And... Um, Ritzy says, uh, Alexander, why don't you think of monkeys at the zoo? And uh, it's a much happier thought than thinking of these, uh, uh, thinking of us as monsters. And um, so, uh, again, of course, Jangles tells her she shouldn't be talking to him. And then Mozzarella says to Alexander, um, I frightened George Washington when he was a little boy. And um, he was... You know, so anyway, um, I don't know if I should go on and tell you the rest of the story, but um, uh, he, the, the wind blows the tree branches against the window and the shadows start moving on the wall and they, he's convinced they're going to pounce on him. He dashes out of bed and goes downstairs, 
and uh, his mother has just taken chocolate chip cookies out of the oven, and she says to him, oh, you can smell the cookies, and he says, I want four, and uh, and he, she says to him, you can only have one, and he wants to eat it while he's walking up the stairs, and he's so scared, and he thinks to himself, what am I going to do? And then he confronts them, and he says, I've brought you a cookie, and you all have to share it. Anyway, so uh, believe it or not, Jangle says to him, brave boys don't have to share their cookies. <laughs> and Ritzy's not sure if she really wants the job anymore, but uh, Jangle says, you broke the rules, but I think you're just what we need. And uh, maybe Alexander won't be frightened to go to bed anymore and uh, be worried about monsters. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this will help children realize that it's possible to change your thoughts um, and think differently about uh, uh, what uh, frightens you. Or if you are frightened and you think about something happy, uh, it takes your mind off being scared. <laughs> I, listen, people, I'm telling you, this is something you need to get your hands on, okay? Amazon and Barnes & Noble are where you have to go. Moonlight Monsters is the title you have to pick up. And Heather Millard is the author you have to thank for bringing it to your table. You know, Heather, next question that I'd, that I'd love to get into and really a curiosity for myself, but what would you say was one of the most surprising things that you learned in creating your book? Well, you know, it was almost a problem because obviously shadows have no age. And I thought when they illustrated them, how are they going to look? And And also I had in a way wanted all the shadows who um, are uh, illustrated as people uh, to perhaps be from all different parts of the world. So they might be Chinese and, and uh, Asians and Africans. And um, I haven't uh, really uh, been able to illustrate them as being ageless. Well, I didn't do the illustrations, but the illustrator just put them in more or less in modern clothes. So that's sort of one of the things um, that um, concern me. But there's always going to be something, perhaps, with a story that's difficult. Really switching gears here, Heather, and focusing on paying it forward, right, for other writers out there listening in. From your perspective, how do you handle literary criticism? Oh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, everybody has their own views, mm -hmm. and I welcome them. And if they're not uh, ones that uh, are flattering, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Now, sticking with advice that we can pay forward, for any new writers out there listening in right now, Heather, listen, you are someone, as you said, you have been writing since you were 17. So this is what you know, right? I mean, this is one of the things that you just eat, sleep, and breathe. What advice would you offer a new writer, someone just starting out on their journey? 
Well, I think if you have an inspiration or an idea to jot it down, it doesn't have to be grammatically uh, correct, and it doesn't have to... Obviously, you're going to do many drafts of the story, right. and and it will develop. And some people even find that working at the end of a story and going back to a beginning uh, is another way to to write a story. I love that. Listen, at the end of the day, there are a lot of different paths that you can travel to get to your completed product. I love that advice. Last couple of questions here for you. What would you say was a key challenge? And circling back here to the book, Heather, what would you say was a a key challenge you faced when writing the book? Well, I did 56 drafts of this book. Wow. (laughs) I was always changing it. Um, I was going to call it Monster Rules uh, because I felt it was uh, perhaps a better title than Moonlight Monsters. Um, but since shadows really only come perhaps with the moon on the trees, um, I felt, you know, that that was a limitation. So it got called Moonlight Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, um, I, this whole thing about being able to choose your thoughts, I, I think, um, came to me really that um, you don't have you don't have to think miserable thoughts. You can think positively, and um, I wanted to get that across uh, to the children. I mean, I think I I wrote the book because I wanted to help children. Really, I had written another children's story called The Blob about a a, a big round thing with pink eyes and. And everybody was scared of this big blob. And and the big blob turned out to save a child who couldn't swim. So sometimes things we're scared of aren't really scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you have it. And listen, Heather, a fantastic segue that you've established. Because the last question that I, I really want to close out on. And listen, I, I think it's safe to assume the answer to the next question, Heather. But you know what happens when you assume So I'm not going to do that to you. I have you here on the line. I'm going directly to the source. Talk to us about the main message or the main theme of your book and really what you're hoping your readers take from it. Well, I think that children dread going to bed sometimes. And they look under the bed for a monster or they look in the cupboard for something scary. Um... And and yet, at the same time, perhaps they like uh, the excitement uh, that uh, some thoughts can give. But I think um, I I think I'm trying to help children think differently and to realize that when they're scared, they can change what they're thinking about, and they can think of a very their birthday. They can think of happy times swimming at the beach. They can think of other things rather than the monsters. And, of course, that might give them the courage to get out of bed and put the light on and look and see that really there's nothing there and and dis- 
discover that they can be brave. That's really it, to discover that in spite of being afraid, they can be brave. People, I'm telling you, could we have selected a more perfect embodiment of a person of distinction to be on our network? Listen, I think not, okay? This book is magnificent, and Heather Millard is something to just be admired, okay? I'm telling you, this book is incredible. You know what you got to do. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, head on over there today and pick up Moonlight Monsters. You can thank me later. This is a wonderful resource to add to your shelf an even better gift to add to someone else's. Head on over there today and pick up your copies. Heather, this has been an absolute pleasure. Such an honor. I really do mean that. Thank you once again for being a guest on People of Distinction. Thank you. And I have to tell you, I think you are irresistible. (laughs) 